Thank you for listening to this talk produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. Hello, everyone. I'd like to acknowledge that we are here meeting today on the beautiful lands of the Kaurna people, and I'd like to pay my respect to the Kaurna people and to acknowledge their ongoing connection to this incredible land and waters and sky that we live, breathe and work on here in Adelaide. My name is Nikki Cumston and I'm the Artistic Director of Tarnandi. And it is my absolute pleasure to welcome everybody here today, especially all of the artists. We are going to have three panels in the Bumper Bambalia. In the Ghana language, Bumper Bambalia is the word for conference because in Ghana people used to gather here on Tarandanyanga with many different nations from across Australia. And this is a place of knowledge sharing. It's about a safe space for all of us to be able to talk amongst each other and to share and to be able to learn from each other. So we set up the Bumper Bambalia in a way that the artists are able to be together on the stage, that it's not just one person having questions uh, fired at them, that it's more like a conversation and it's an opportunity for you to be able to tell us a little bit about your work. And as I said, there'll be three sessions. This session will go until 11 and then the next one between 11 and 12 and then between 12 and 1 with three different groups of artists speaking. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome the first panel and Ali Kobi Eckerman, award-winning writer, colleague and friend, is going to be facilitating this first talk. And I'll hand it over to you, Ali. Thank you, Nikki. I also would like to acknowledge that this conversation takes place on unceded territory, the ground, air, sky and water of Ghana Yurta, the ancestral country of the Ghana people. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Nailu ini Alinya Kobi Ekerman. I found my mum when I was 34 and moved to Central Australia to learn my culture. I left the desert 12 months into the intervention because my heart couldn't stop crying and I was getting sick. I came back to live on Nadjeri country, where I'd grown up in my adoption, at Kalunga, and set up Australia's first Aboriginal writers' retreat. I'm a stolen generation survivor, and I'm very humbled to be here today. To my left is Mr Timu Hogan, and I was just telling him that uh, my family live across the desert from where he stays at Juntunjara, um, uh, we're Oak Valley family. Um, my mum was born south of Maralinga. And I share these personal things because if we was talking around the campfire, we wouldn't be doing it too official. It's, it feels a little um, silly almost that I'm um, in charge of the conversation and not really knowing these esteemed artists. Anyway, the quote's by Nikki, west of Orangeu, Lake Baker in the great Victorian desert is Timo Hogan's country. It is a vast tract of salt lake created by a wannabe, the water serpent. Hogan materialises the surface of the salt lake using acrylic paint in a transformative manifesting of the sand, the snake and Wadi Kuchara, two men 
who feature in the stories of this place. The earthy tones reminiscent of ochre are actively mixed on the canvas, agitated and worked in a manner recalling the writhing action of the water serpent. And the question that I thought was really important to ask, because I know you carry a lot of responsibility for land and for family and for people, sort of like the Prime Minister of, of your place, the Premier, you know, like when we heard him talk last night about his responsibility, and, um, but some of your responsibility you can't talk about. And I wonder out there, what makes you happy? I talk painting every day for my painting. I do it for happy, you know, for me, for my land, for my fatherland, Nebul Makata. Yeah. And I do it for a lot of time. I make big ones, small ones, and little, little ones. Do a lot of time. And everybody know me. And I'm happy for that, doing that painting. And they put me in this place here. This first time I come here. Yeah. Bala? Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Do you sometimes paint in the shed or you like painting out under the sky? I do it on the, the floor mm -hmm. and I do, it, I do paint first, I do it level. I, I start from that pen. Oh. Yeah, I do it in the leg, I make leg, the pen, and I do it in the, now I painting, want to get a pen, I do it painting. Brush like a different brush, you know. Do it, do it, do it. Anyways, I do it now. Snakes and two men, and then can Maroon and Papa Maroon. That's a two men I do. And there's a story about water snakes. And Rock Hall is a cold place. When I go to that place there, like Pega, I say that name. Onabi, can you give me the wind, cold wind, bridge? So I take it out, and he bring that wind out. And when I go back, yeah, cold bridge talking to the house. Another place, send it to another place. Winglener, ranges, everywhere I sent him. Cold bridge. I step on that thing and I touch that water and wet myself. And I say the name, my place, like Beggar and Kanbara. I said to him later, Kanbara, I get the thing. Cold wind, freezing. So I walk around in the lake, big lake. It's a big one, but I do the half one, and that also on long one is big ones. Oh, that's my home, Lake Bigger.
make more. And he got big story. I got a lot of stories about that story. Mura Bolin. Yeah. Oh, thank you. My next artist, and again a quote from Nikki. Angelina Karadara Buna refers to her home at Columbaroo in the Kimberley as a living rock art museum. Constantly awakened by successive generations of repainting and hence revived, the Wangina is the star of the rock art galleries and of Angelina's paintings. The Wangina is connected to water and is prophetic of water's arrival in the form of rain, floods and cyclones. Angelina's Wangina figures emerge from water with the gentlest palette of ochre, sometimes barely, barely visible to embody climate, weather in all its power and grandeur. Here we have Majesty, an incredible senior artist and arts worker whose core is deep within her culture. Angelina is credited to, another quote, single-handedly bringing back an entirely natural material process to Eastern Kimberley art making. A natural glue sat from the white gum tree. My first question is, what advice do you tell young people? And um, I feel like I'm a very young person here. You're such, um, so strong in your culture and I was taken from my family. And um, so I'm asking, as, um, as that young person, what advice do you give your people? Because I know you run the art centre and you've done a lot of qualifications, even in um, Whitefall Away. For you, I would um, encourage you to look back on your past, look back on your family's culture, where do you come from? and to keep, keep your culture alive and your, your name, where you come from, where you've uh, been, how, how long it was your journey from where you was taken from, but you came back. You came back to search for your own roots. So I would encourage you to keep, keep strong and, and keep going and Keep your culture from your ancestral side. Thank you. Great advice for all the young, uh, young people. And I also have a similar question. I know hard work is hard work, and I wonder what makes you happy. Painting. <laughs> <laughs> Same answer. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to um, talk a, a little bit more about that process, maybe where the story lives and how that happiness gets inside you? Well, from, from my art, you're talking about the Wangina emerging. And that was the first creation. My ancestors believed that he was a god when they first saw him emerge from the clouds. He brought the rain. He supplied the ancestors with material stuff, bush material stuff, food, 
and Gra Grameen house home and Angabinya they Gagalaman and sorry uh, they look on the horizon and they saw him emerge and they saw him emerge they got they got frightened but he calmed them down and said I will look after you look after your family and look after your country I won't flood the homeland, I will look after the people, I will take care of you. And for 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 me when I when I go and collect my my bush material, I have to go to the freshwater site to collect the white ochre. And I have to go to the saltwater side to collect the other ochre. And then I have to go in the middle and get the the sap. I have some example there. I like to show. And but the scent is so strong. It's, it's very, very strong. It's but that's what I work on. I work on I work on ochres that I collected out out in the bush. And these these ones are the are the saps from the gum tree. These ones. I boil this. I boil this to make a glue and mix it with the ochre to make the ochre stick to the bark painting or degree-doo or whatever. Uh, not my area, degree-doo and the cement's area. But I do bark. I go collect bark when it's rainy season. You have to collect the ochres before you get collect the bark. It's seasonal. So when it's Dry season, you collect the okay, and you can collect the red gum sap. And when it's raining, you have to before uh, first rain, second rain, the third rain, you have to go and collect bark. So the bark is moist. When you cut it, it's easier to collect. And it's when you collect the ochre, it's very hot. Hot weather. It's hard work. That's how I done my all my painting with natural pigments, natural bush materials. So it's a lot of hard work out there, and it's the Kimberley is very very hot. So it's not cool like Adelaide, but yeah. <laughs> Adelaide is a beautiful place. And thank you very much. Um, the emerging Wanjinas is very powerful to me. Um, have a lot of respect on him. It goes by with the Koyan Koyan figures, the Wungor, it's the big uh, serpent. So that's all in one.
when you know it's the first one, the creation one, that created everything. That's my ancestors believed anyway. But thank you um, for show and tell. I've had this ochre here, but it's a bit damp because uh, I didn't want to bring the dry ochre because it's um, it will go it's very uh, it will go all over the bag. You know what I mean? It's like a powder. But yeah, I had to make this one. It's, uh, th this is from the salt water. You can see the color. It's not pure white. It's like creamy. It's creamy kind. So, so you get various colors when you mix with the, with the old, um, green. You have kind of bluish color. So it changes. When you have um, the natural one like this, comes cream. The ones from the fresh water is pure white. So you have different varieties of ochres out there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the next artist is Karen Mills. And again, the quote from Nikki, Oh, actually, it's a quote from Karen. Painting is more brutal than writing, as passage can never be put aside for later use. In painting, the iterative process of loss and gain compels the keening of memories, something that requires time and struggle. Karen and I recently shared some space on the Regional Assembly, an artist-led online studio program for critical conversations, and where you described your painting as abstract remembered landscapes. And my question is, can you talk a little more about that? And do you feel like you fit into the space of your story? Thank you. Um I'd firstly like to acknowledge being here on Ghana land and pay my respects to the traditional owners, past, present and emerging. Yes, my work is uh, centred around memories of where I've travelled and grown up and the places I've seen and people and country I've spent time on. And my work is a combination of all those things that I think about in my mind and I paint from those feelings and I, I start my work with many like sing layers of single colours and then begin to make different marks in different colours and build up many layers. And then the hard part is when I find little spots in the painting that I really love and how to highlight them and create the space around them for them to come forward and in the struggle of um, taking them out, it takes a lot of thought. So I don't always paint every day. I like to move around my paintings and spend time thinking about them and looking at all the, the painted surface. And the, I love working with the paint as a material. And I, I mix my own paints with a, I um, use a combination of dry, artist pigments in the powder form and mix them with a synthetic polymer medium to make the glue to uh, paint with. And I also use a natural ochre that 
I've been given by a friend from where I live in Darwin and from Larrakia Oka. And the series of paintings that I've made here for Tarnandi, uh, I painted them in the dry season in Darwin where it was a very, um, there's a lot of fires in the cool season. And so most of them are centered around sort of imagery of fire, uh, smoke, um, the cycads sprouting after fire, um, and the small things lying on the ground when you walk across the burnt ground and you see the small stones, the colors, and the burnt leaves. And as far as do I, um, I think I fit in my space, but I think it's a, a journey and I'm still moving and uh, a work in progress. Karen, what makes you happy? I, I, I know you've been on a big journey and, um, and now the journey continues as an artist. What makes you happy? Um, I think I'm very happy living on Larrakia country, but I also think a lot about my ancestral country in the East Kimberley. So it's really nice sitting here with Angelina and talking and um, that we actually have a relationship as Balangara people. And just seeing, mostly just seeing beauty in the world around me and the small things. I love how often when we get together, even as strangers, how quickly we find the ties of um, kinship and land connection. And um, it's a real strong message to all Aboriginal people that if you're sincere in your heart, you're never alone. We're always connected and travelling through other people's country that our ancestors have and our, and our forefathers have been doing that too. I was talking to Rhonda and Nora before that we had some mutual friends, but um, Central Australia is very close to my heart. It's a country that um, where these women come from and where I went back after meeting my mother to learn about my culture, although not Arunda. Um, we have some mutual friends, though. I need Dolores Ferber, who's a good friend of mine, and um, some uh, other friends from um, Tichikala when I was running the art centre out there. Central Australia has been my biggest school with women like yourself. Boy, if I'm a little girl now, I was a little baby out there. And I think it's uh, those, the, the capturing of those stories, these contemporary stories, and putting them to, um, like, making them into moving stories, um, into videos, is a wonderful thing. We wanted to talk about how the ladies describe story or find the stories that they're going to tell into, into the, the, the stories that they paint and that they become the movies. Looking around that cold everywhere in Australia, start from from east, north and east, and she went that way to north side and looking around for cold everywhere. And she went meet all people that there in Chundi and met all my people there. My mother's grandfather, 
say that story that service come with a camel and she start to ask too many questions. Um, I'm here for looking around for cold everywhere in my country. My mother's like grandfather's land. And she was asking uh, me and looking beautiful landscape and everywhere, bush in the middle of the desert. And my mother's great grandfather said, we are living in this land in Anangusmura and Palano everywhere. I'm talking my language, Pichandara. Yeah, this I'm explaining. Palano everywhere in Uriningi, Kaultago. And Palmiri Manu, Anangujuda. And Anangujungo Palanyango. Like my mother's grandfather was there. He was standing naked and was here. And Balwankamo, Lasaralo, story. Ngayal Pitamo, Urida Kaold. Kapalana, Wankamo, my mother's grandfather said, Oh, this is a cold. But cold is here, everyone. But we are not going to You're here with us. Don't go everywhere in bush because there's um, a little bit sacred countries at my mother's great grandfather's area. And Palunyango, and Palunyina Juno, and Palunyankang story, and Palunyankang Arnang Kujarango, and Alajalaji, and Two camel been run away. That's in time, Balunyanang Arnang Jutanga, Tuin Naringo, and Mandara Palumpanaringo. I couldn't find my camel. It's run away. Never returned. It's gone, gone. And Balanu Arnang Jutanga Tunguninango, Mandara Editara, Palumbatisha Naring. And Parajungurin, Arnangurang Arnangu white on a midi white on a palmbanjan and quitu and Palopas wearing Balanga, a long palo and Catapalumbang memory like some minor west or north Palopalan memory that you know. Palmba Taka would know, party Palmba Katang. My mother's grandfather's sad story. Mm. Ah, See, this is generational storytelling.
because um, Nana snuck off. She's sitting in there. <laughs> She's not coming back. But this is Sophie, her daughter, who's been listening and has um, done a fantastic retelling of uh, the story of Lassiter, which is um, featured downstairs. Rhonda has made a movie too, Rhonda Sharp, and she's from Yaruncha Outer Art Centre, and Nora's from Tanajira Artists. And have I got it around the wrong way? No. Oh, I got it around. No, well, you, you was telling Nora's story? Yeah. 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 And um, makes the soft toys and has made an animation of that and shares that when you're happiest is when you're making those, uh, got time to make the soft toys in your home when the yard's all nicely racked <laughs> in that nice Central Australia, Mabantua air and um, in the safety of your home. Yeah, surrounded by your family. I think the importance of these contemporary stories is really good. Often Australia can't hear our cultural stories, so the contemporary stories maybe you will listen to more uh, closely and they should be shown at the Alice Springs Airport. Is NITV here? Um, They should be on NITV. And I really hope that they're shown at the primary schools, especially Yuburinia School, for um, more of the um, children and grandchildren to learn these stories. In closing, I'd like to say, Tanandi means to spring forth, to appear, a way of thinking, and in that process, a responsibility to listen. This is an important time in our lives, to listen with all our hearts. I would ask the artists to please stand and so that we can give them the respect they deserve. Australia may have removed some of us from our families, but not from our land. In an age of new truth-telling catchphrases, always remember Aboriginal artists have been telling the truth for a long time.